There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. Total Wine and More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine and More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Rachel. It was seasonal. You seem like you had yeah. like a couple hot cocos and you're all warmed up and ready to go. <laughs> I by mean, the, by the way, Rachel, uh, being this is unofficially the last episode of 2018, Aww. I wanted to give you a little tidbit. So you hear the how the intro song has you and it's like your reverb and your voice. Yeah, I didn't do that. Right. You know, so, that was done for us. Right. So the producer, uh, <laughs> Aspotex Scales, for 2019, it's going to be my voice. So for one whole year, it's going to oh be my, my voice saying the same thing who, you would say. We switch. We alternate every but year. But who voted for that? Uh, like, yeah, who yeah. made No one voted for your suggestion. voice. No one voted for your voice. I would have wanted to have a couple of, like, seconds of mine. You should start off the year without lying. I'm just letting you know. If you want to continue no, to lie through 2018, right now. fine. I'm just telling you, January 1st of 2019, you should be lie-free. Because that's a lie. You were very much involved in the creative process of that intro song you heard it before we made edits you heard it f through several rounds of edits is this ringing a bell not really what what it was uh, at that moment in time when we made the decision i didn't want to rock the boat oh and I figured, come and and come. Scal scales was saying that he couldn't find any audio of mine so i was like bet i mean it's only rachel's flattery wow. frank has a like a one little he has more I, more than me in the in the <laughs> intro there's another version with me Being like, you know, and then there's one with Mike, I think. No, there's not one with me. Listen, yes, there is. I'm I've heard down th to let the listeners decide, I, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're on well, vacation right now. They don't have time to vote. Uh, what are you talking about? There's mad downtime right now. <laughs> While you're listening to us, maybe you just had some pernil. Maybe you just had some tamales. Maybe you just had some coquito. Ooh. Let us know. Ooh. Everybody's just you know, laid back. Rachel, you haven't really been speaking much about your coquito. What's going on? What happened to the business? I you had almost to... had a a, sh a a showdown with Ke Chef Kelvin. Yeah. You were competing with everybody in 2017. Look, I'll whip it out if I need to whip it out. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like if I need to. All right, But son. Are you rusty? I mean, you know, I heard people when they don't you make like coquito for more than six months, they they lose their coquito seeds. skills. Like you, don't you have to get your coquitos, you know, license? It's <laughs> Mike. It's like riding a bike. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know? 
And you, the best thing about being the maker of the coquito, which I was the supplier for a hot minute. My aye, shit was hot. Aye. My shit was hot. I was having motherfuckers knock on my door, like, aye, aye. knock, knock, knock. Yo, like, you got like, that coquito? Like, like crackheads. Yeah. Scratching? Some girl, I mean, <laughs> people will come from... That's not good if you scratch from, from coquito, by the way. <laughs> what? If you scratch from coquito, that that's not really... a good sign, yo. No, no, that yeah. means that shit is good if you scratch it. <laughs> I made some good freaking coquito. You've it, had it. I don't remember. But... Exactly. That good. means it was good. <laughs> I, I, I drank too much. I heard good reviews. I drank too much. I, 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 I drank some of it. It's good. Okay. Um. Anyway. Yes. Look, we don't have to introduce ourselves because if you're listening to us right now on in, on Christmas, then that means you're intimate and you love us a lot. And hopefully, you got the gifts that you want. And uh, we have a little treat for you today. Yeah. This episode is a gift. It is. Being here with you guys is also a gift. Oh, sure thank you so much, Rachel. Wow. It's the holiday season. You guys don't feel like, yay. yay. Like, you don't feel. I feel, I feel so. cold. It's definitely very cold. Yeah, it's cold today. Yeah. So, wait, wait, no, no. Today is the 25th. We right. have to pretend that today is the 25th. I am. I looked already at the weather. It's going to be. Oh, the 25th is going to be cold? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I thought degrees. it was going to be like 60 or. It's a white snow. Christmas. It's a white Christmas. You never no. know. Shit could change between this week and next. I'm just kidding. I mean, okay. it's going to be cold. Where am I? I'm in Tampa. Yeah, that's why you think it's 60, because you're actually going to be in that's Tampa. That's true. Uh, although Tampa, I think, is pushing 70. What? <laughs> you know, that's I made cool. that up. I haven't checked the weather. I've been too busy. I don't even know. It could be describe, cold. It could be hot. Describe Tampa in one sentence. Boring. Yeah, right? Yeah. Is that? I mean, no offense, Tampons. No, no offense. You first, off, I, first off, you offended him by calling them Tampons. Those like are tampons. people from Tampa. I didn't say Tampons. From Tampa, Florida. I thought you said Tampons. Yeah, did I, I say you said Tampons? tampons. I did boring. not say Tampons. I like said Tampons. Like an unused tampon. tampon. They're boring. You didn't hear what I said? Tampons. Oh, yeah, tampons, Those are tampons. people from Tampa. Mm. Are you sure? Or as I call. Tampa- I think they're Tampanians. My family in Tampa are the Tampoli. <laughs> I've been calling them that for year, for years. I'm like, I'm going to visit the Tampoli. No, you're not. We're offended. It is. It is. Uh, honestly, I'm going to tell you where I'm at right now. Okay, so I had just gotten there. Um, at Tampa, six in the morning, where are you? Because it comes out at six. So uh, really I'm already be... there. No, I get there on the 24th. But um, Tampa is where I recalibrate. Tampa you is, love using that word. is mm. where I mean, I reset it's... there. Nice. Because it's so boring, right. I have no choice. I'm like, ah, eh, I might as well reset. No. I might as well be off the grid. You know, Dika. Yeah, Mike's giving not, me side eye. When you go there to Tampa, you're on Walmart. You're always putting video that you're in but the Walmart. But my definition shopping. of off the grid is different than your definition oh. of off the grid. My definition of off the grid is like just having a lot of help and babysitters oh, wow. that I can like do the stuff That's that I good. want. Oh. And not have to like do business, oh. do room twenty eight stuff. Who lives there? Your brother or your stuff. sister? Sorry, who lives there? Your my brother? brother lives there, and uh, sister in law, two nieces, and my nephew, who's in the military, will be down there for Christmas. Gotcha. Mm. And we go every year. And the highlight of the Tampa trip is going to Walmart. Woo-hoo. Yo, my family loves Walmart, bro. So, what are some of your um, holiday hacks on traveling? Because you know a lot of people travel. Christmas, mm-hmm. and you do it every single year. What are some of the things that you've learned throughout the years of traveling during that? That's Christmas a great time? question. I would say what I've learned is don't do it. Like just <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening right now, you're at the airport. Just go back. This home. is my lesson just to go you. Home. Don't fucking do it. Thank you. Stay home. <laughs> if your family's here, why the fuck would you travel? Like Frank, just, co- Frank considers traveling going into different boroughs. That's so. true. <laughs> Especially with now, I'm doing it for the first time ever with two kids. Oh my god! Jesus oh, be with me oh. and my spirit. Are you gonna put DJ in one of those little lash thingies, like the the thing? Because <laughs> you told us last week that he goes the and leash? runs. It's a leash. Yeah, whatever that's called. <laughs> no, no. Let me let me correct. He doesn't run. My kid is very well. Um, programmed to know about danger so he won't run honestly I'm teaching him really well Um, you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but um, where was I going with this traveling traveling. oh I don't know (laughs) traveling with two this time yo that's gonna be 
I have my mom with me. Oh, who's great at this grandma your, stuff. Your mom is the the kit whisperer. But what I'm going to do, and I've learned, and actually this is real advice to parents out there. With I would say, um, a toddler plus maybe a baby. You mm. know, up to maybe eight nine. Are you months. talking to them right now, the listeners? I that am. Have that situation right now. Yeah, or if they All know right. someone in that situation Bad too, you. you can share this advice. Okay. So. What I've learned to do is I take the carrier, the infant carrier, and I stuff the infant in that in a safe way so throughout you the you flight. You don't slide it in. You you stuff your child. You want the child to be warm. Wow. True. Okay. So you stuff, tuck, you know, right. stuff, tuck, maybe a blanket. Okay. But you put them in like a, like. <laughs> <laughs> so you're staring at Benji for three hours. You're just looking at Benji like eye to eye. I have him wrapped like a burrito. <laughs> In front That's of me. racist, but mm-hmm. good. Keep going. It's not racist. All right, fine. Like a pig in a blanket. There you uh, go. Like and he's that. shaped like one too, so it like works. He does look like a little hot dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah he does, yo. <laughs> By the way, I got my Christmas card from you. Wait, How can we just adorable. let me just finish? Okay, we can get Sorry. there. The advice is put one in the carrier, and then the other one you have your hands. Somewhere. You have your hands. Mm. So you want the tablet? Boom! You like an octopus. You can keep doing this. Yeah, considering that your mom's an extra two hands, of course, is an octopus. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, okay, enough about me, but you got the card. I hope you enjoy it's the so card. It's so beautiful. Thank you. You know, I don't like you half the year, but your kids I always love. I'm like, yo, that's what, if you, if we ever have beef with each other, just send me pictures of your kids and I love you. Because, yo, these kids are so adorable. I noticed that you really melted with the Santa pic. Yo, and you the, do, everybody like, did. Wow. Everybody did. I was like, wow, you're a better friend when you see pictures of my children. uh, Please, the miracle. Keep having kids, Rachel, and we'll be friends. Yo, you better shut your mouth, bro. You better stop that. You better not put that in the universe. No, not happening. I'm going on birth control anyway. I'm so excited. So, Frank. I uh, keep looking at the pack. I'm like, I want you. (laughs) I can't wait. I'm uh, so excited to be back. BC, birth control. uh, Franklin. See. Uh, what the house are you gonna be at? Yo, what I la Ramona, my mom's chilling. Ahí, patelito, lechón. Do you become more Dominican on Christmas? Esa de papa. He's yeah, crazy wow. Dominican right now. Leftovers chilling. My mother, pon el rompom pom. I said, que rompom pom. You know, uh, you know, David Bowie con con Bing Crosby. And the song is Ah, Rapom Pom Pom. So I put that on. She loves it. So I loop it. I loop it for like two hours. She just loves that shit. She's like, Does that like hypnotize her or something? She loves that song. I don't know why. Your mom's in a Rapom Pom trance. And I put it on YouTube and I just put it for you. Yo, you gotta fuck with your mom next year. Do like a reggaeton version of it. And same lyrics. <laughs> you know, but she wouldn't even know the difference, right? Yeah, and then I put the log and Channel 11 that just plays the, you know, Christmas carols. Oh, the video, you mean? The video, yeah, just, just a That's channel. That's like a, every person from the hood does that. They feel like they're like yeah, you feel in a cabin somewhere. Yeah, you feel white for a whole yeah. day. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we got a we got a fireplace, oh mom. It's so, so romantic, yeah. good ambiance. Yeah, so I just I just chill, you know. Yo, so what's up? You got a booze and stuff? You know? Nah, nah, nah. Christmas for me is reminiscing, man. I just reminisce on Christmas. I think about the past uh, when we were younger, like all my brothers. Uh-huh. We all used to. We it was five boys, and my mother would just get us two gifts because we didn't have enough money. Uh, I don't know how the math works. Five you- boys. And we did not have enough money, so my mother would say, "I'm gonna get you guys two gifts, and it's five of you." Oh, so like so we would all gift. get together and we'd be like, "Yo, what do we want?" And we would get our minds together and be like, "Okay, we want a racetrack, and then we want cars." And my mother would be like, "Okay, a racetrack, cars," and she had a budget, so that's what it was. Wow, so I think Frank. about those days and when we, you know, my brothers, Frank, yeah, yeah, wow. I like that. That was Frank. the real. That was the real, real shit. You know, like I feel you. you only got like a gift between two brothers so you really like now I see like my nieces and nephews they open up like a hundred gifts I'm like and just throw them they just throw them I'm like damn yeah they, they're, they're like yo th- these kids now I mean how's DJ when he opens up his gifts what do you mean does he like <laughs> run, does he like just go, like he's I see these young. kids he's yo, too he's, young he is too young no because I see the kids are just ripping it ripping it looking out. at no. it and they just throw it and they just not even I remember when I was a kid that I used to open up the gifts and it was like a moment I was like oh and I yeah. gotta look at it. These kids are just like, and they just throw it. They don't even care. 
I don't know what kids you be around. I'm teaching my boy some manners. Good. I don't know. Good for you. I mean, they manners. Re- no, I mean these kids they recycle afterwards. But I'm just saying in the moment they go ahead and they uh, they don't even they don't even care. And I don't hear the. Um, I mean, back then uh, you you saw more of the uh, the representation of of, of Christ and, uh, and Merry Christmas. You don't hear Merry Christmas anymore. And mm. the shows. I don't know if you remember. Every show Uh-oh, had a, a. I smell a fake news. A Christmas special. Uh, remember the Christmas? Yo. My mother even said, "Hey, Christmas special." De todo caso, yo no lo veo eso ya. No yo, yo, Merry Christmas. For a Dominican, your mom's really in tune to like uh, nah. Americanized stuff there. The, mom, yo, the Dominican people that the Catholic Christmas is like. Yeah, that's the holidays. So, like for example, you know, the decorations have to go up, you know, right after Thanksgiving. Like, right after. Yeah, yeah. She's already like, she's on me and my brothers. Like, put my put my tree up, put Not decorations Rachel. up. Like, it's like she's on. What us. are you talking about? You have it right after Halloween. So and then uh, nah, I just don't feel right. I mean, maybe a sprinkling, <laughs> maybe like the soap dispenser in the bathroom will be like an ornament. <laughs> I'm just yo, gonna, I cut myself when I was trying to get some soap. What I'm was just, that? No, no, like a fake ornament soap dispenser, which I have in my bathroom right now. I go OD, or you may see like a snowman towel hanging in the kitchen, but I don't OD. Or are I you going to join the PTA in, in your kid's school? I feel like you will be so. Involved. I'm very involved. I, I am very, like involved. Be very, very involved. I have to cook for. 30 pastelitos for Thursday. Oh, shit. For these kids, for wow. the potluck. Yo, no raisins, son. But I can't wait. I'm so excited. Son, no raisins. I got you, bro. All right, don't put no raisins. All right, well, I'm going to just let you guys know that today I'd be at my brother's house. And, um, you know, my parents retired last year, so no mm-hmm. Christmas with them last year. So this is our second one. So we've kept the tradition of getting together. Uh, but this year we're Beautiful. doing a secret nice. We're doing a secret Santa. Ah. Uh, and so that's going to be exciting to see... Um, what gifts we have? So who do you have? I have well. The you can comes, say it. It's the twenty yeah, fifth. I got my brother. The nerd Jose? that he is, he, he he asked for like five different books of finance. <laughs> like there was no flexibility. It was just like all <laughs> finance books. That's Easy. All it is. What? Yeah. Well, if you had to shop for the for for your two sisters, I'll that'll take you like for. I hate this. Why? And me? for me, I requested in the spirit of Rachel talking about that. I always wear beanies. Mm. I asked for like three different beanies. Wow. So next season. Wait for it. You're gonna be a. I'm all beanied out for a beanie March. boggle. Yeah, beanie boggle till March. Instead be- of a beanie, a beanie baby boggle. <laughs> yeah, there we go. So many. You're helping my brand. You're helping my brand. Thank it's you. Too hard to say. All right, so listen. Uh, in the spirit of giving, <laughs> all right, we could have simply just done a 10 minute podcast, say Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, but this one we're giving you a bonus. We're giving you What's a local list, and we're giving you an amazing guest. Mm. So I think it's time for the local list. Come on, come on. Loca. Uh. Loca. It's the queen, y'all. Loca. The local list. It has been quite some time yes, it has. for uh, Localist. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. I miss you, girl. I, I missed wait, it. Wait, what? Wait, what? The Localist, the localist. is oh, its man. own, Damn. it embodies its own uh, persona. You, you made it the way you presented it. I, I, Sorry, miss, man, I man. miss you, girl. <laughs> I and miss, the Localist. Frank, I miss the Localist, girl. I miss her, too. I you do. Know? Yeah, she's, she's something else. It's she's Frank, it's not a per- thing. It's, just it's, it's a rock list. with it. Like, Why are you such a Grinch? <laughs> oh, snap. Yeah. That was good. I know. Sorry. I didn't get the, the gift that I wanted from my Secret Santa. That's why I'm acting that way. All right, all right, here we go. Listen, it's coming, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Or according to this episode, it's it got come a confusing already. It got confusing, but I just we gotta keep it real, okay? <laughs> this is where we're at. It's the week before Christmas. This is airing on okay. So this local list is what, Mike, you're raising all your right, hand. So in the spirit of your local list that you know we know, I think we should tell our audience to pretend it's the night before. Go, continue. Twas the night before it's Christmas the night before. and all the- yeah. Okay, here we go. Go ahead. This is the top five Noche Buena memories that I have. Aww. Wow. I feel like there's some music. Some I'm going to tell you something. I started writing this differently. I started writing it as if it were like, you know, the top five things not to do if you're a Latino yeah, yeah, on Christmas. Yeah. Then I was like... So negative. Mm. It's the holiday That's season. Yeah. Let's keep this positive. Rachel, as a professional yeah. writer that you are, how do you Thank you. I didn't know I was a professional writer. How do you writer? implement those skills when you're doing the local list? Like, how does your mind work for that? Honestly, is that a dead-ass question? No doubt. Yeah, it's Christmas. You come um, up with some good stuff sometimes, you know? Th- oh, don't set the bar high Frank, for this one. Frank, Frank is nah. easily uh, used, so... 
Thanks, Frank. Um, I think I actually, when I'm able to tap into real experience, that's the best writing. Mm -hmm. So for this, when I flipped it to the top five Noche Buena memories, I was like, well, this is drawing from facts. So it's very easy to write and then enhance. Okay. Is that clear? Gotcha. Okay, so back to the list. Mm -hmm. Back to the list. Let's do this. Back to the list. (laughs) This week on VH1, what's on fire is... We got the local list. Top five, (laughs) Noche Buena. Like a Ryan Seacrest moment real quick. Okay, so while most Americans will come together on Christmas Day to open presents and enjoy a feast, Hispanic households will start rejoicing a day early with tamales, Mm. pasteles, lechon. Latinos celebrate the birth of Christ before the day he was born. On Christmas Eve or in our culture, Noche Buena. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So these are the top five Noche Buena memories that I have. And I hope you guys can relate. Or if you can't, I don't know. Just rock out. Let Take out. a listen. Let us know. Yeah. Uh, e- email us. There's got to be something you can relate to. Come on. Okay. All right. Here we go. Number five. Um, now, who doesn't love to get together with family and friends? Mm-hmm. I used to love going to my Tia Clara, rest in peace, mm-hmm. to her crib in the Heights. Ooh. All the way up there on the hill, 193rd in Fort George. Oh, man. But something we Latinos love to do is fill just fill a small-ass apartment with mad people. Wow. So please, Latinos, crack a window, light a cinnamon spice candle, or just throw in a Glade plug-in. It'd be like 100 people opening like a, a, a one. Yeah, the oh, windows oh, are fogging. Fogged up. It's you know? terrible. Like, okay, so there's nothing worse than the funk of people dancing, plus dry heat from the rusty-ass radiator, <laughs> coupled with nasty-ass fails from the pasteles. You know, if it was me, I like if I was the kid that was there I'd make every every relative come through like lift up their arms and then you do a quick swipe before they swipe. get in yeah do a quick swipe but like no favorita. you're gonna see you'll see That's a great, but then you let me I'm not gonna be mean no you I'm can't. not gonna be see, mean it's it's Christmas. Don't be I know easy, no Rachel. but I can fall back I but was gonna say Christmas. I was going to say you wouldn't be able to get into your own party, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> oh, so you say hypothetically you hypothetically you would say I am that? not gonna say it well I kind of did say it so does it count Anyways, go back to the list. Number four. During these apartment parties, the children are just left running in the hallway with no supervision. Yep. And in case you haven't been in an apartment hallway here in the Heights or right. New York City, the acoustics and echoing effect is great for a church choir, <laughs> perhaps. The voices carry. And now that I'm an adult with responsibilities and children of my own, I realize the whole building doesn't need to hear your kids screaming, Red Rover, Red Rover, we call Santa over. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Did you guys run around the apartment hallway like I did? Hell yeah. That's when you got free time with your cousins and, you know, you ran Dangerous. around. I, I, I hate to sound like I'm left out, but I, I grew up in a big house in Connecticut, so mm. I didn't. I didn't. Oh man, I didn't experience Mike, that. I'm so oh. so it's a little spacious. I used to wow. take those were my times, sorry, man. Sorry. Those were the just good be keeping times. It, I'm keeping it authentic and real. Yeah, so um, I used to play house like you know. You don't. We can mute his mic for this if we need. <laughs> no way. I love this stuff when we became an adult. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. All right, here we go. Um, where are we? Number three. These Dominican parties would go well into the night and way past my bedtime as a kid. So Mom Dukes did what any other Latina mother would do. She put my ass to sleep on a bed of other people's coats. Oh, Lord. Wow. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that. Now that we, you know, when I got a little older, but one of my cousins was missing. They couldn't find him. And apparently... It was under he he fell asleep on one, like the mountain of the coats. Uh, the cops got involved in the home. Oh my! They put out an uh, alert. Yeah. Amber. Yeah, Amber alert. The poor yeah. kid was underneath the, yeah, the coats. Knocked out. Yeah, from coquito. Just kidding. Mind you, if you really think about it, like as a germaphobe, these are coats that have like rubbed against dirty subway seats, like have had mysterious things spilled on them. Some and- like silicone. Yo, why? Uh, some tears, that- some tears. They go to DR, you know. Is that a Latin thing? Like they throw the coats on on the bed? On like, the bed. I in don't the master know. bedroom, they throw all the coats. I don't know uh. if that's like a Latin thing or. There's no uh, closets to hang up the coats. I don't no, know. No, no, they don't do that. Okay. I used to hate diving for my coat as a kid. Like where the f- who the f- there's like nine purple jackets here. <laughs> you know the worst thing about it is leaving early from that party. Oh shit! Coats yeah. And they all look alike. It's all black. Yo, one time I had like a cousin of mine that took my coat and I wanted to, yo and I, I wanted to leave, so we had to wait for him to come back like an hour later to get my damn coat back. What's up with that? 
Uh, oh, I don't know. Let me go through the list, though, okay? Because we can go on and on forever. Okay, number two. As a biracial child, I had the luxury of celebrating both Hanukkah and Christmas. Lucky. Or should I say Hanukkah? <laughs> Lucky you. You cannot say it. I can say it. Oh, go ahead. Uh, Hanukkah and Christmas. So I'd spin dreidel in boring Brooklyn and then head straight uptown to chill with my cousins at the Catholic Uh, after party. What does that consist of? What do you mean? Like, what's the after party? The Catholic after party was Noche Buena or Christmas. Oh! Oh, now you understand? You're You're branded it. You're branded it. Well... Hanukkah is not the biggest, like, I mean, we sing dreidel, we spin it, but it's not like, you, you got know. gifts for Hanukkah? You guys get gifts? E- we were, like, I mean, we were just, like, my dad was a school teacher, you know, so we mm. wouldn't get eight gifts. He's like, here's one gift. That's it. Happy Hanukkah. We'll spin the dreidel. I, I, heard, <laughs> I heard the whole thing about Hanukkah. It's like, the first night, you, like, get a dope gift, and then kind of like, you know how, like, when there's a catfish, then the next the next seven is not what you thought you were gonna get, and right. you don't get as nice as nice gifts. Is that true? Mm. No, I think it depends what kind of Jew family you are. Mm. It really depends because if you turn the Jew up, I mean, they go crazy. Yeah. Eight right. big gifts, you know what I'm saying? No, that's true. Um, in my case, we turned the Jew down. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Dollar notch there. But then when we go uptown for Noche Buena, and it was lit. It was just a completely. It was just two opposite ends of the spectrum. So you wow. pre you pregame with the dreidel, and then you went to the uptown. Yeah, and we'd be there. So the number one, mm. may I? That was no segue. I just want to get to this. Of I want course. to get through the list. Dale. Of course. Okay. The number one thing I remember about Noche Buena is. I still, to this day, have this memory of wondering why, in God's name, did my tia put raisins in the oh, pastelito? no! You know, you say that, but there's a lot of people that love it. So it's one of those most polarizing topics that raisin Yo, that's or no for raisin. Debate. I, I don't hate it. Wait, wait. Most love people it. hate raisins in the pastelito. I don't hate it. I don't prefer it, but nobody touches it. It just stays out there. Nobody eats it. Who came I think the majority shit, don't like it, if I had to vote. Most people I know hate it. I don't know who it came up. It had to be like a half Dominican, half Blanquita that came up with yeah, that. Yeah, like put some raisins in there. Just put raisins in them. They'll love it. Make it healthy. Yeah. Put nature's candy in them. Very <laughs> much. Well, Rachel, you know what? Thank you so much. It was a very satisfying I missed that localist. localist. Can we get more local lists please, in 2019? Please. Okay, fine. That'll be my New Year's Yay! resolution. Thank you. To do more local lists. Yes. Awesome. All right. All right. All right, you guys. This is the part of the show where we have an amazing guest come on. It's almost like a Christmas present since it's coming out on Christmas. Oh, Mike, it is yeah. such a gift. Un regalito. It's a beautiful gift yes. of the Dominican Republic, but right? Don't, but don't Dominicans celebrate January 7th? That's well, true. We had to get involved in yeah, that conversation. We, we may have man. our dates wrong. This may be, yeah. This you is, heard the voice. All the Dominicans are going to listen to it. And the jokes. <laughs> Comedian Vladimir Camano is here. Yeah. Yeah. Say what? Drop your mic. Yeah. 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 Welcome. Yeah. Welcome to the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Yeah. Thank you. Happy to be here. This is amazing. This is amazing. We have good vibes from God right now. I'm warning you guys. See it. Yes. The audience could not see it, but it was like a five second like, this is going to be great. This is going to be great. This, this is, is going to be great. Did you not feel that? Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Juan Bago's hairline, B. That, that doing it. Hey. It's, 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 it's healthy. It's, it's very healthy, it's, bro. You're yo. very lucky, bro. You're very lucky. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's anti-LeBron. It's the opposite of LeBron. I don't know yo. what gym you're going to. <laughs> your headline is, is right. That's like, look, I got to tell you right now, like my my uh, jeans is very hairy. One of the positives <laughs> is that my hairline is uh, a little extended because of my hairiness. Your barber's, you're like a long-term oh, client. He, yeah, <laughs> oh, he loves me. <laughs> long-term <laughs> client. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you wake up in the morning and feel mad grateful, right? You just, <laughs> Ah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Is this like a thing? Like men, you guys analyze each other in the hood, the hairline. Forget about it. 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 Why is it so, so much? Because you know, I mean, it's a good question. Though I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why it's a thing. But you know, it's a thing. It's getting easier now. I think. Man, talking about it, there's different like shampoos and Rogaine, Minoxidil, all that stuff. So. He said you use Rogaine. No, he doesn't. Do. He doesn't. Are we are you instigating oh, okay, here? Trying about get, Bago? She's trying to get a spicy uh, <laughs> interview in here. 
we get on each other because we love each other. Anymore. That's the way to do it, man. Uh, I guess. It's the Christmas we the, episode. We from the Let's 90s. be nice. Yeah, be nice. That is true. From the 90s. That's yeah. what happens when you make Mad fun of each other. We snap. Wait, Well, you want me hente.com? No, I never. I was never. I'm very shy. I don't. I don't do uh, like Black Planet. Like you know what really? I mean. I wear flip flops in my own shower. Like I'm, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how does that work? <laughs> I'm very. So I'm, I'm on. Anti, I'm on antidepressants. I suffer from panic attacks. Let me tell you how bad my anxiety is. I used to be a magician, but the anxiety of keeping a secret drove me crazy. Like, oh my god. Sorry. I don't even know what. So I can't. I don't even drive. All right, all right, I'll tell you my secret, all right? This is how I do it. Not even. I'm like, yo, don't look. Stop looking, yo. I'm going to tell you the trick. Don't look. Why are you looking? Don't look at the cards, goddammit. I'm going to tell you what card you picked, all right? Give me that Xanax. Uh, Wait, can't so, perform without Xanax. Oh uh, real quick, let our audience know what you do. I know you're a stand-up comedian as well, but what else? Like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a son. I'm a, mm. I'm a boyfriend. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm Dominican. Yeah. Woo-hoo! What part of the islands? So my father's from San Juan de la Maguana, which is like way out uh, west. San and my mother, Santiago. Right. And I don't know what Santiago is. Okay. Let's think about New York Dominicans that we, we rep DR so hard, but we don't even know the map. <laughs> yo, Dominican Republic, yo, where are you from? Santiago, queda Santiago? 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 Thought she was mad Dominican. Yo, un poquito, no sé. So my father's from somewhere and my mother's from the Habong, which is like close to oh, Haiti. Oh, I know where the Habong is. The Habong, yeah. yeah the Habong. Yeah. Not the Habong, the Habong de Coahuila. Oh, the soap. Remember that's the, where that, that's that, where that Dominican soap, boy? That, remember the big-ass Dominican soap, Everybody the Habong? Everybody talking about this. I remember it, but One bar for the whole it. family. One bar. We pass it around. Mad big. You working last, out? Last nah. a month. <laughs> last a month, bro. Longer than that, yo. <laughs> that shit was a weapon, yo. I think my mom threw one of those at me when she was mad, yo. That shit hurt. I had like a chichon from the soap, and then I had to use the same soap. And uh, watch me down, you know what I mean. Um, ever, ever since then, I use gel soap in the shower. I'm body washing, body wash. yo. I, I can't do bars. <laughs> I, I get trauma. <laughs> That's hysterical, bro. Yo, dude, I saw your videos today, man. Oh, which one? I saw the one with Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, thank God. I thought you saw the sex tape. No, oh, no, that was separate. It's a different podcast. So much to talk about. Yeah. With my father in the background. Get the water, say. Oye, en esta casa. Está la vaselina. Pero no hay respeto ya. Está la vaselina. Aquí no hay respeto ya. I notice you always mention your father and all your acts. Yeah, my father's my heart and soul, man. My father's, I'm, you know, Dominican with a father. I'm very blessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know That's what I, mean? what I like about it. It reminds me of my dad. You got it? Your father's Dominican? Yeah, come through. I'm God Dominican. God bless, man. God bless. Yeah. Where are you from? I know the hat throws you off. I mean, he is Dominican. <laughs> well, that's, that hat is Dominican. That hat is Dominican. That hat is mad Dominican. I'm from the capital, man. I'm from the capital. Frank is wearing a Jester Christmas hat. Yeah. I don't know how Jester and Christmas are on your head together. I'm not sure there was Jester's at Christmas. Yo, are, are you an uncle yet? You an uncle yet? Yes. I can tell. That's an uncle hat. That's an uncle hat. Llegué, estoy aquí. Los contornos de regalos. Tío Chuchi, estamos aquí. Un abrazo. That's an uncle hat right there, bro. That's an uncle hat right there. You know it. Yeah, bro. But I see you mention your brother also a lot. My brother's also, my brother's, you know, salsa dance in the Bronx. Okay. I need to take some lessons, bro. Yeah, hit him up, man. He's online. Frank Tamano. He's real nice. Okay, okay. Very Bronx. Uh, salsa, not not very flary, more like a uh, more precise, uh, right. compact, very mm-hmm. like pop and lock kind of style. Got you. He's also kind of muscular, so you know he's not that like flary kind of guy. He's more like uh, stiff, like not not stiff but it, p- powerful. Mm-hmm. Dominicans dance good salsa, man. We got salseros on the island. People don't know about that. Yeah, good we got salsa salseros. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, the Cubans and the Puerto Ricans are typically known more for that genre, and yeah. uh, but we know from merengue and bachata and stuff like that. What are some of the things you've learned from your brother? Like, I know you talk about him a lot in the material, but, like, what's something that you look up to him when um, it comes to stuff? It's a good question, man. I think, uh, I think, uh, trying to trying to be more of his friend now, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's the problem with dysfunctional families, that we relate to each other in roles, father, son, brother, mm-hmm. and you forget that you're just people. And, like, mm-hmm. let me just relate to him as a, as a friend. So I'm trying to do that now with him. Right. Like, hang out with him, spend time with him. Uh, figure out things we like, go to the gym together. Like, if he was my friend, how would I hang out with him? Gotcha. Treat him like that as opposed to, like, oh, my older brother. Right. I don't know if you guys go through that. Like, of course. Even yeah. my dad. Like, my dad is like, yeah. how do I treat him as a friend? 
Yo, dad, what you doing? Let's go get a cup of coffee. Yeah. As opposed to keeping it so stiff with that dad, dadness. Right, right. Yeah, see, but, but that's that's yeah. important to talk about because that's like the same way where my role with my dad, it's like very Dominican, that old school Dominican. Right, right, right. right. We're trying to transition now, right. but it's almost like there's like a, a little space where you can't get that cool because that's dad and he's disciplined. Right. And he's like, yo, mira. So it's like, it's a, it's interesting that you're talking mm-hmm, about you're mm-hmm. working that because I think that's evolving now. Yeah. And all the time, but in the past, it's still been that toxicity. And it's like awkward when you talk. Yeah. When you ask your dad like how you doing like you and your father kind of goes I don't know what to do right now is yeah. that a Domin- is that a Dominican thing you think with with dads because I, I when you when I when I heard you on your stand up like kind of reminded me of my dad yeah is that a, you think that's like a, like me and Mike talk about that a lot of time you think that's like Dominican dads that's like a that's a Dominican thing maybe I think it's a I think it's a immigrant thing immigrant dad thing True. you know it's like. True. A father has to be re- he has to be responsible because if not, there's consequences for the rest of the family. Great point. Man. So in his mind, if I get too close to you, yeah, wow. I'm not honoring my responsibility to the family. And even the mom, even the mom, the thing is too, the Dominican moms are looking at the dad too to check on you. Hmm. They like that. Yeah. Can I depend on this dude? That's true. Yo, why are you too bro. friendly with the kid? You know, why are you not beating beating him? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, but women, women, mothers check to see how the father's behaving in the house. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. And my mother's watching my dad to make sure he's keeping it right, which mm-hmm. I'm going through now. As, as you grow older, you're like yo, I'm like I got I got responsibilities. I got people depending on me. Mm-hmm. And then you forget about that when you get older. Like oh, I can't be eating out all the time. You know, <laughs> <laughs> somebody's at home waiting for me. So is that something that um, what what motivated you to to work on your relationship with your dad and your and your brother? Um, I think it was a natural progression, man. Because I'm in therapy, and one thing you learn in therapy, in good therapy, is that. When you walk out of it, you realize that I can be an asshole too. Hmm. You know, and you go to therapy, you feel like you're gonna get vindicated, but then you realize I gotta go home and do some apologizing. Wow. My father uh, is a super in the Bronx during the crack epidemic, the oh, 90s. Oh man, we got, we got a lot. We got a lot to talk yeah, about. Yeah, man. I, so, grew up, I grew up. That was my time of growing up. In the crack era. The man. crack era, dude. In remember the heights, remember man. them days? The, the, oh man. Yeah, when Wu Tang was out and of course, bro. and Nas, yes, you know, drive bys. Yes, sir. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dead body every other day. Dead body. You know what I'm saying? Get my thought on me. Those were those were the days. Yes. Yeah. Those were the days. Yes. They <laughs> <laughs> rob they rob your, your bike. Damn. <laughs> yeah. You had to buy the cheapest bike possible. If you had like a GT or anything like that oh robbed. you know you oh yeah you would definitely you get had to get the, the, they, the whack bike all the dudes are, <laughs> yep all the dudes around the, all the bad dudes are looking at your bike already is that a mongoose remember the mongoose oh man yeah, you had a mongoose you had a mongoose or anything like that yeah remember handball of course man. and if you could roof it you were cool on the block like if you could roof a handball remember that <laughs> Yo, you're taking me back, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Of course. You you gonna roof that handball? Yo, yeah. you roof the handball, bro. You were like, yo, if you could if you could throw the uh, like a handball and throw it, you know, over and, and roof it, it was like, yo, you were the dude. Like you were you the know? man. You were the man. <laughs> Wait, you're like you're like Cespedes with the arm power. Yeah, yeah, yeah you were bro. the dude. You were that, that dude. It was, it was like hood discus. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> They need like a hood uh, Olympics, right? That's Dog, a hood Olympics. Up. And they would ask you, like, which, which building? 1655? The, the seventh floor building? Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. He got it like that. He got it like that. And then there was a game. Remember that? It was a game in the hood we played where it was two dudes on both ends. And you had to run back and forth. That was, uh, I remember, damn, what the fuck? And was the, they would throw the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, you yeah. got tagged with the ball, you'd be out the game. Yeah, there was a lot of games, man. Remember that? Johnny Ride the Pony. Which Johnny Ride the Pony? Which Johnny Ride the Pony? A dude, you, you, stay, you stay against the wall, and somebody just gets, and then people have to jump over somebody else, and you just keep on jumping wow. on, that, on that one person. Those, the, like something stick like ball. that, please. <laughs> I never, I never played. Nintendo, did you ever play Scullies? What Scullies? You go on the street, you, you draw I a big, a, 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 a square box with numbers in each corner, and you would take like little caps, like um, bo- uh, like bottle caps, and fill it up with clay, and you would play. The kids, we would play there. And you would have to go from box to box. Yeah, really? Wow. Yeah, to man. Play with yo. Yeah, yeah. built stuff too, huh? That's that was before the video games and all that shit. You know, wow. people actually wow. played outside. Did you guys play suicide? Or was that a Brooklyn? Thing? Oh lord, like, no ball? suicide. And you get pegged with the ball, like if you, I don't remember. It's like dodgeball. Like, it's like dodgeball. Yeah. Oh my god, that hurts so much. It, like, it was one sided dodgeball, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like a dodgeball. It hurt with that little blue ball. Hell yeah, man. Fuck. <laughs> and I was, I was slow. Okay, I was so wait, where, where were we? Yeah, we're going to Lord. I, I know. I don't know. You took me. 
were saying therapy. Yeah, therapy. So, uh, yo, shout out, shout out more hood games if you know them. Yeah, yeah, we will. We'll on the show. We will drop on the on the on the Twitter. Whatever they go on. Shout out hood games. We want to hear you. Yes, hashtag hood games. What hood games y'all played? Hood games. CeeLo, Spades. You want dominoes? You want to hear all of them? Did you guys play Switch on the basketball court? Like there were those little notches, and then like you would yell one, two, three, Switch, and you had to like switch, and one person was always left out. Like you had to go. Uh, that sounds like you had a lack of feel? equipment. From six spots. <laughs> so we ain't got no basketball. Yo, what yeah, we gonna I grew do? Up in Brooklyn, bro. I don't know. It's times weren't that. <laughs> times were hard. Can it be that it was all so simple? That I don't know. That song is like playing in my head. Absolutely, man. That's a classic. You that's mentioned Wu Tang, so I had to. That's right, Wu Tang, man. Talk to us more about this um, mental health approach that you have just elaborate a little vlad if you um if you i was uh i was about 15 years old and i entered a program through a friend it was called bank street college of education and they had a high school program and then there was a woman in there named maureen irish white woman and she was the one that said yo you got some issues you know and uh that started the journey of like trying to be mindful about what i'm doing but it was hard because mm. you know my parents weren't they didn't have the vocabulary i didn't even know what a panic attack was mm. you know I had my first, I graduated from college, and I remember I was, I was thinking about, like, am I going to get a job? <laughs> am I going to get a job? And rather than looking for a job, I, I just start panicking. I'm like, oh, God. Wow. So uh, I ended up getting a job. Everything worked out, but, like. So how do you go from a panic so, attack to, to doing stand-up? Yes. I go to One night, I go to Columbia Presbyterian. I had, a, uh, I had like, because like, I used to do jiu-jitsu, right? So I had jock itch. And, uh, <laughs> okay. Interesting. Interesting. I'd call it like a fungus, right? Like a jock itch. Um. And uh, oh, okay. And I, I had a full blown panic attack over that. Like it just, I, it just spiraled. Like I'm sick. I don't know what I got. And uh, um, I go to the, you know, I, I ran to Columbus Presbyterian, and they were like, "Yo, like you got jock itch." But my my symptoms were way beyond like what. It, and the doc was like, "We need to keep you here for observation." <laughs> Say, chill, man. <laughs> <laughs> like you wait, you're bugging out over this jockish, you know? Your balls are burning. That's separate from the mental health. Balls burn here. Mental health here. You gotta separate you're putting you're putting the balls and the mental health. You gotta separate. They're rubbing together. And I so, can't have you know what I'm saying? So I, the doctor was like, yo, something's you, you know, so um my mother comes and I'm I'm like I'm shaking and she gives me a hug and all that. And uh, it's hilarious because I went in there with jock itch and the doctors prescribed me like Prozac and stuff like that. Oof. And uh, um, uh, it, it, my mother didn't really, my parents, my parents just give me, give me the, give me the best they could. Love, support. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but they weren't, the language of panic attack and right. even constructive, constructive tools to manage a, a panic attack. Like, you know, what's the worst that can happen? Mm-hmm. Deep breathing. Even deep breathing looks weird in the Dominican family. Oh, you get to us. Un pedazo Un pedito. ¿Qué? Esa yuca estaba mala. Think about it. Yeah. Ah. 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 So I was I was ashamed of even practicing like my father he has a joke about yoga like oh that's for rich people you know <laughs> you know and uh, I try to practice yoga I try to stretch so like even stretching is not allowed around my father what, what are you doing like I'm stretching dad okay está bien está raro yo that word is so triggering when they say that to you especial one time I used to practice magic when I was a kid and uh. I was so obsessed that I would bring the cards with me to the bathroom. Like, I would take a poop and bring my cards with me. So, uh, you hear me, po- you hear like card shuffling. And my father's drunk one night. They had a party, and I was in the bathroom working on my, t- like, you know, taking a dump. <laughs> and I'm shuffling the cards, and my father walks in, and all he sees me is with the cards and, like, and, and looking up, and he goes, Tipo está raro. Tipo está raro. Andrea, está con la carta cagando. Con la carta cagando, sí, ahora mismo. Ese hijo tuyo. Ese hijo tuyo. Venga a ver. Venga a ver. Venga a ver. Ese no es hijo mío. Ese no es hijo mío. Con carta en el baño. I mean, like they're talking right in front of you. Like you're there with the cards. That's the most vulnerable position. You, you, you just, you, you smell like shit. You got cards in your hand, and your dad's talking about me. Dude, mira, mira, con carta la mano. 
Esto es lo último. Esto es lo último ya. Everything is último. Esto, esto es lo último ya. El mamá es un lofón. ¿Qué está, que está cagando con carta? No, pues, reina, me para atrás. Está cagando con carta en el baño. Te llamo para atrás. Ok, bye. ¿Qué, qué está pasando? Oh, Venga, tipo, que un mago. Dice que un mago. Por un mago que huele terrible, pero qué bajo. Oh. Tú quieres un mago, tú quieres un mago cagado. ¿Eso tú ¿Es, el, es, el, es el sueño tuyo. Ah, mírame cuando te hablo, coño. Mírame a mí. Tú quieres un mago cagado. Es el sueño tuyo. Tú crees que la gente va a pagar para ver un mago cagado. Tú crees que es un servicio que, de, que estamos aquí trabajando. Oh my god. So you put that together and there's no way for me to talk to my dad about anything. Oh my god. And then uh, I'm the middle child, right? So my brother's the my brother's the older male. My brother's my brother's name is Francis. He's named after my father's hero. My father my father my last name is Camaño, right? So Camaño is a My, my dad's cousin fought against uh, U.S. occupation. Oh, okay. So my brother's name is Francis after Fra Francis Camaño. So he's like, Frank, oh, Francis, the big, the firstborn male, you know? Oh. And he's Jesus. You know, the firstborn male is like, oh, my God, el varón, el primer varón. Mm -hmm. I get, you know, and then I come out, middle child. I was like, all right, you know. So I struggle. My brother, my brother, my brother's very athletic, you know, great hair. He can, he can, he can. You know, and he carries that with him. He's a, right. he's a peacock. He's right, a peacock. Right, right, right. <laughs> he's a peacock. All the girls. Dong. You know, Eileen Dong taking trips from like you. Well, how'd you get to Puerto Rico? You know how I do. <laughs> You know how I do. You know what I mean? You know how it is. That's a loaded comment. You know how I do. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Dubai. That's where I was going. Going to Dubai next week. You were doing Dubai before everyone else was doing it, right? You know what I mean? I made Dubai hot. I made Dubai hot. That was me. You see that salsa club in Dubai? That's me. That's your boy. Your girls will be like, yo, I want your brother to teach me how to dance salsa. That's what I'm saying. Yo, I get that. Yo, girls slide into my DM for him. Wow. I'm like, I was on Kimmel. Oh, shit, man. You sliding in for him? Can we talk about that a little more, please? Could you tell us? That's pretty fucking exciting. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. Dominican stand-up from New York was on Jimmy Kimmel Live? Yeah. Wow. There's another Dominican. He did a stand-up. Orlando Leva did just Fallon recently. Who was also a guest on the Latinos Out Loud podcast Good for him. Good for him. Good for everybody. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Orlando. Great conversation with him too. Tell us about that experience. Is everything all right? It's not, I'm, a, I'm it's getting... not a very great conversation with him too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, no, I'm I actually glad. <laughs> I'm very engaged in this conversation with you. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm mm -hmm. like focused. Um, tell us about that experience. Was Jimmy Kimmel welcoming of a Dominican from New York City? Yeah, tell Jimmy was everything. awesome, man. Jimmy was awesome, man. Jimmy was great. Family man. Super liberal. He cares about like kids and, and health insurance and um I say super liberal like <laughs> like that's a like that's a <laughs> that's a say that's that's a, a that's, 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 a, that's the one thing that makes him. Um uh no, he's a nice guy and uh you know you get worried as a Latino comic. Uh let me rephrase that because I don't like saying that. As a comic who happens to be Latino. Because I'm a human mm -hmm. I'm a human being I'm a human being first. So right. yeah. It's 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 hard because you hope that that uh, they understand your story. They hope they understand your perspective. Um, they hope they understand your narrative. You hope they like you. You hope they think you're authentic. You hope they think you're legitimate. And um, you know the fact that Kimmel thought enough to to get a guy from the Bronx, from New York, to say, hey, I want you, I want to put you on stage and make people laugh because I think you're funny. So that meant a lot, and it gave me confidence. Like, oh, my my story is funny wherever I take it. I can go to I can go to Los Angeles. I can go to Seattle. My dad's funny everywhere. My my brother's funny everywhere. My mother's funny everywhere. I'm funny everywhere. Mm. So was there ever a period in time where when you were doing the material you felt you didn't feel that way? Where oh like, yeah, man. Because I think that is the challenge. Like you just mentioned it right now. It's like I am a comedian that is Latino, but sometimes people and the industry like to say, "No, you're a Latino comedian," and then put us in a certain corner. So I mean, look at Kevin Hart. They said to him that black leads won't sell internationally, and he had to cross that barrier. So it happens. For, I think it happens for all of us. You know, it's like, you know, Denzel refusing to take certain roles. Um, Sidney Poitier was helpful to a lot of people. Guys like Quincy Jones were helpful to open different conversations with people. But, you know, we're all people of color in here. We struggle for that in every industry, whether you're a doctor, lawyer, comedian, artist, poet, 
you know, behind the camera. Oh, that's a Latino uh, cameraman. Okay, they can they can get to places we can't. You know, they try to put you in different boxes based on that. Um, but at the end of the day, you're a person. Yeah. First and foremost, and I think uh, I think as long as you're honest to your narrative and your story, people people will understand. I want to go back to um, uh, your anxiety and performing. That Mike asked you how how'd you get how'd you get over that and do stand up. Uh, so panic attacks are a real thing, man. Panic attacks is basically uh, it's very difficult for people to understand what a panic attack is. It's this uncontrollable feeling. You're about to die. You're about to have a heart attack. You think you got brain cancer. You you make up all kinds of disease. Like you, I think I got a, I think I got gonorrhea on my elbow. Like you just. <laughs> Your mind just goes to that. Don't make any uh, sense. But how do you do stand up and you have and so let me. So the thing is, like, so you, you logically know that you don't have gonorrhea on your elbow, right? But you believe it. Logically, you know it's not making sense, but your emotions don't let you don't your emotions don't let you uh, don't let your logic take over. Okay. So you just fucking panic. So you panic. You're shaking. Your heart rate's racing, and nothing's going on. You're fine, you're watching television, you're sat at home with your family, and you're panicking. Now, in my case, what happens is that I come from a very hardy family, and those kinds of emotions just weren't helpful. Like, there's drugs outside, my father's only making $20,000 a year, like, we have enough on our plate, Pop, like, don't bring this extra, go do your homework. Mm -hmm. So I became numb to it. So I was panicking my whole life, and not even, then it got to a tipping point when I graduated from college, like, my brain kind of said, yo, you have to pay attention to this. And uh, it took a long time before I got on medication. I thought I could fight it off and whatever. And then I got my pilot with NBC, and I just I said I gotta I gotta get some help. Mm -hmm. And David Letterman is on, uh, you know, antidepressants. Sarah Silverman, um, whether or not they work, it's subjective to some people, right. you know. And then it's, it's funny talking to certain people because they're very anti-medicine. I used to be that way. Right. And then they'll say right in front of you, "I don't believe in medicine," and you got to sit there and go, "Well, it kind of helped me out a little bit, man." Like, you know, um, what the medicine is supposed to do is is to make you more resilient. So that your logic can take over. Okay. Mm. So your logic can say everything's fine. You're bugging out. Like I was diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder, right? Which basically means that you're anxious for no reason. Mm. Like you're just anxious for no reason. You're just overthinking everything. Wow. And um, mm. you know, remember I told my girlfriend. I remember I said, "Hey, babe." It was like a, my girlfriend's Dominican. You met her. You met my girl. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. uh, I remember I called her because we were falling. You know, we were falling for each other. And I was like. I got a confession to make, and this was a big thing in my head. Like, I was, I was like, yo, I got to tell her, I got to tell her, I'm taking these pills, man, you know what I mean? I'm not going to tell her, you know? So I called, I said, hey, babe, I'm on, I'm on, uh, I'm on, uh, I'm on uh, Lexapro. And she's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that what you had to tell me? <laughs> like, that, that's all? That's it? I was like, yeah, but I'm Dominican taking that, 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 that don't bother you? No, what, what's going on? Hmm. So, um, like, logically... I knew she was going to respond, but emotionally, I was like, she's going to hate me. She's going to mm. think I'm broken. Because, again, with a woman, which I'm reinforcing now, is you have to be stable for them. So, like, yeah, I thought that I thought in my own way, like, that, it, I'm not being a man for her. Like, why would she want to be with a guy who's not going to, he's taking antidepressants. He's not stable. He can't raise a family like this. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's been a journey where she's been very helpful in, like, identifying those moments. You know, like, you're fine. You're fine. But when you, get, when you have a panic attack, man, very few people understand that. Hmm. And they're looking for you to answer, and you're like, I don't, I can't answer anything right now. I'm, I'm, I'm panicking. I'm anxious. I'm sweating. I'm, you know, all that, all that stuff. You were talking about your pilot. Um, can you tell us the the process that you went through and and all the stuff and the experience that you gained from that? From yeah, brother, the, the, the pilot. Yeah. So in 2015, I did the New Faces Just for Laughs Comedy Festival in Montreal. Yes. And I was the breakout of the of the year. You know, I did the I did the gala with Howie Mandel, and. Uh, I, I, I just had a great set. I did a joke about my father uh, not having a bank account, so he would hide money in the house. You would know? <laughs> <laughs> find money everywhere, Pop, like an encyc encyclopedia everywhere. Are you playing cards in the toilet? I got some money oh, yeah, in the I toilet. I need that, I need that. You throw out the toaster. Oh, blah! Four hundred dollars, coño, que por muchacho el diablo. The black and decker one, si, cuatrocientos largo ahí. Largo. <laughs> 400 large. Largo. 400 largo. <laughs> Running outside trying to find a toaster. Where the fuck is the toaster? <laughs> Homeless guy running with it. Too late. <laughs> Get over here, Tyrone. Give me that goddamn toaster. There's 400 largo in there. <laughs> 
So you did an amazing set. And, and, and I talked out. about my name and, uh, you know, my, my, I don't think I touched on my anxiety there, but I, so then, uh, people, people saw me that, uh, I had, I had a story, I had a narrative. I was very likable. You know, I had a nice appeal. There were no crazy tweets about me. <laughs> in 1999, he farted. He farted in the eighth grade. <laughs> Documented evidence. <laughs> it's a Polaroid of a whole class. <laughs> so, uh, and then, so, uh, this, this uh, producer named Bill Lawrence, mm-hmm. who did Scrubs, Spin City, he took a liking to me, brought me out to Warner Brothers, and then uh, it was a series of jumps. I had to... I had to convince the studio, I had to convince the network, I had to convince, you know, Bill himself had to meet me. And then, uh, you know, I wrote the first draft of the script, uh, then Bill helped me put it together. NBC liked the script and said, hey, we're going to shoot a pilot. So now you're thinking, man, this is my shot. This is my shot, like the first Dominican hmm. sitcom on television, the first, you know, the first uh, New York kind of sitcom, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. No offense to anybody, like we're very unique. New York is very unique because it's black people. We have so diverse here. Everybody, it's a everything. melting pot. The Chinese dude speaks Spanish. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's just a, it's a exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they speak Spanish. Sí, some sí. of them are Dominican. Chino Latino spot yeah. after the marathon. Yeah, By the yeah, way, yeah. they, they got to work on that Tostones game, though, B. Because, yeah. you know, they deep fry them. They don't fry them in the pan. Ah, ah, they don't taste yeah. the same, dog. Like, and, you, you know, you tell them, like, yo, you got you, you to gotta fix this up, man. This is it's quick. <laughs> yeah. um, so, I had, so then I, I shot the pilot, and we were doing great. Pilot was excellent. And um, I, I, I was having trouble finding a Dominican dad, and I found one. This guy named Leche. Uh, Arisa, shout out to him. He's a good dude. And Leech played the dad. It was, it was, a, it had to find him. It was like a diamond in the rough. Mm-hmm. And it was very important to me to have a Dominican father. Um, I would have gone with anybody talented, but it was very important to me to have somebody who could get the mannerisms and the inflections because it helps me as an actor. Mm-hmm. My, you know, my father has a very certain way of being dismissive. Hey. <laughs> 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 That's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> if you could see his face in the studio. Oh, right oh Lord. Oh, man. Oh, wow. wow. Well, I'm triggered. You know what wow. I'm saying? Like, you see what I'm saying? Are you that's okay, there. Mike? That's it. Wow. Like, it's, it's a wrap. You, 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 okay? you don't have to talk. It's hard to fake that. Like, if you give me that, I'm going to act. If you give me that, I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm, I'm on board. I feel you. Then I had Maria Canals Barrera, who, was, who played Cristela's sister. She played my mom. Mm-hmm. And then I had Josh Segarra, who was on Broadway for On Your Feet, playing my older brother. And we killed it, man. We had a great pilot. Unfortunately, the powers that be, business, they didn't think it was a good, I didn't think it was the right time for that show to be on the air for whatever reason. I was, I, I was depressed, man. I lost my... <sighs> That's what I'm saying. Man. So around that time and you're, and you're dealing with the anxiety, like, what are you going through around that moment? Because Are you going to get another shot? You know, are you a flash in the pan? Is Hollywood done with you? You know, um, you, do you stay in L.A.? Do you come back home? Because everybody's looking at you like, what happened? Thought you had a pilot. Now you're back home taking the BX-36. You know what I'm saying? Like, what happened? Oh, wow. <laughs> you, the, the, you got the transfer, right? The transfer went through? Because, <laughs> you know, there's you know, the, the, the a two-hour transfer window after you take the... Yeah. Damn, son. You got, you got to plan your errands. I'm going to go there for an hour and a half. <laughs> then I got to get the transfer back. <laughs> so what was the turning point then? When you're having that, they say, you know what, F it, whatever. Like, what, what did you need? What was your space? Um... You know, I, 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 my, my, I don't think my parents, my father didn't really understand like how hard it is to get a pilot shot. So he was very supportive. My mother's very supportive, but I don't think they understood. Like, they never know. They never know. ¿Qué eso que tú te pilot? My mom thinks I do a radio show. She yeah. thinks I'm on the radio, like yeah. FM radio. Yeah. She, I can't. There's just no way. I'll never even have her understand what a podcast. And you know, they they see everything as a hobby. Right, that's the way it's a hobby. Right. Oh, qué bien para para divertirte. Oh, está bien. Pero tú estás haciendo dinero, dinero. Están pagando. A veces, ¿qué? ¿Cómo? Tú puedes trabajar ahí en la bodega con tu primo y ahí te está pagando bien. Te paga cash. <laughs> so yeah, so like the, the the turning point as far as like I am over this. Let, let me keep it moving forward. Um, I, I had a gig in Indiana. I was at Crackers when I found out the news that I didn't get picked up. 
At my, Crackers? It's called Crackers Comedy Club in Indiana. Not, wow. not like that. Crackers, like, you know, cracking a joke. Like, oh, okay, okay, okay. I was like, <laughs> is that we got, we got out a there? special one out tonight, yo. <laughs> not a usual cracker. We got I said, you, I said wow. you didn't make it out of there, man. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not funny, you're not coming out. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Live from Charlottesville. Uh, crackers Comedy Club. <laughs> <laughs> I, and my manager, my manager flew out to be with me because he knew how devastated I was. My man, you know, was, he was like, That's sweet. yeah, he came, he flew out, and uh, I was, I was messed up, man. I was messed up for a long time. I'm still messed up over. It. I can't watch it. I can't watch the pilot through. I can't. Hmm. I, get to, I showed it to my dad. I said, you watch it. My father was like, my father loved it, you know. Um, but I'm working on redeveloping it. I'm working on trying to retool it and try to sell it again. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, it's, a, it's a bad thing, man. When that pilot doesn't get picked up, it, it's killer. Especially when you shot it. When you shot it, you casted it. Millions of dollars went into making this thing, and then no one's gonna see it. You know. But not only that too. It's like you're the, we we're gonna be our first Dominican to have yeah. it. So it's like more extra weight. Because yeah. I remember when it first came out, yo, Dominican pilot. Everyone was like, yes. So hmm. to have that, because you know, <clears throat> I think that that's why uh, POC Latinos and everyone w- w- right now we're in a space where it's like if we don't get that pilot, it weighs a lot more than all the other pilots that the Blanquitos are doing and stuff like that. So it's interesting that that you went through that experience. Yeah, and the funny thing was people's comments on the internet. It's gonna be a, a whack Dominican pilot, stereotypical. I guarantee you, no Afro Latinos gonna be in here. You know, yeah. not even knowing me. Like, <laughs> I went to Wesleyan Pop. I'm very aware of the issues. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, and then uh, um, it was anxiety ridden, man. It was. I was. I remember. I, was, I would have panic attacks. Cause I was like, yo, like if I don't get a Dominican father, Dominican community is gonna hate me. Damn. Those are the thoughts I would have, which is crazy. Because I'm Dominican, I'm the lead, we're good to go. I'm, right. I'm fine. But I had those thoughts in my head, like, yo, they're going to hate me, they're going to call me a sellout. Right. I don't have a Dominican father, you know, that kind of thing. But, but you had a lot of pressure on you, too, let's be yeah. honest, man. You, 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 you're basically going to put the face of what Dominicans are out there in the world yeah. for the first time. So you had a lot of pressure on you, man. And then, Point, Frank. And what does it mean to be Dominican? Is it Platanos? Is it Sancocho? Like, what does it mean? Yeah. So I tried in the pilot to really ground it in my father's uh, story with the general, with, my, with the general fighting for Dominican independence mm-hmm. and using that as my father's connection to DR. I based, wow. it on, I based it on a military story. Wow. And that's why he's so heartbroken over the, you know. Oh. You know. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. Uh, like my father, my father has a picture of the general in the house. You wow. know, so if anytime you act up, oh, hey. <laughs> that was the invasion of hey. DR, right? 1965. 1965. Yeah. My, yes. he, my, my dad's cousin was interim president for a brief period. Yeah. There's a lot of Dominicans wow. that fought in that war yeah. and they feel very like, they feel very patriotic that yeah. they, they defended the country. This is, this is a statue of my cousin. When you go to, uh, what's it called? Uh, like, uh, what, where Columbus's house is at? Not, no, uh, it's like it's like a uh, what's it called? La 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 so let's go in current time right now. What are you up to? What are you um what are you working on? What are you inspired? Um two thousand nineteen. Well you and I, you know, we did the movie together. Yes. We did a Vampires versus the Bronx yeah, with Oz Rodriguez. It. You killed it, bro. We had a let's good time on that, man. About that yeah. Real quick. Yo, yeah, it. man. Uh, Juan was in there. Um, Jamie had a line too. In Jamie there. had a line in there. Uh, Oz Rodriguez directed it. SNL directed. Dominican dude. He does all the shorts for them. This was a Dominican production. Dominican production. Amaro was in it from Mrs. Yeah. Amaro. Oh. He played the oh, bodega guy. So Zoe's good. in it. Zoe's, Zoe's in it. Zoe oh. Saldanas. That's right. She's in it. She's oh in it. She's oh in it. man, this right. is gonna be good. Method Man's great. in it. Oh. Method Man was my favorite. Yeah, Chris Red. Chris Red was in it. Oh, he was. Yeah. Um, but shout out to Oz, man, because Oz was Oz is like really trying to do it, man. You know, really trying to do it and. He has a good way of blending, like, like you know, what people want to see with while, while not playing himself. Yeah. And um, that was a fun event, the screening. Yeah, it was yeah. dope. How was it seeing the film, you two? I, I loved it, man. Yeah, I loved it. I, I did too. When is yeah. it coming out? Probably, I, I'm assuming, just based on how it is, probably in the fall or uh, the, the fall 2019, probably. Can you guys Depends. invite me to the premiere, please? <clears throat> we'll think about it. Oh, Frank, <laughs> come on. Yeah, you know, I got to so, put, put it in now. So, for 2019. Uh, we got that movie coming out. Yeah. Um, we got, uh, 
We got, uh, uh, I go back to LA in January trying to sell two more projects. Nice. And then I'm going out for pilot season trying to audition for stuff. But since then, I've done shows like Superstore. Yeah, seen you in that. Brooklyn yeah. Nine-Nine, Marvel's Runaways, HBO Entre Nos, stuff like that. I got a question. You are from the Bronx. How is LA for you, for a Dominican? Um, difficult, man, because you're out there by yourself, you know, and like, you know, you got to you gotta manage your money. You make mistakes with that, too. Um, taxes, all that stuff, you know. But you're by yourself. You're by yourself out there. You're trying, and you're living on a dream. Mm. I'm not gonna get booked again, dog. It's, it's nerve wracking, you know, because um, you need to keep working, and you gotta. Auditions are so competitive. There's, there's a million dudes out there, you know. So it's nerve wracking, man, because you're just you're literally just you're investing in yourself completely, mm. hmm. completely. And I live out there, so I'm out there now. But you know, I have a lot of support though now. I got people behind me, and uh, but you know, the anxiety never goes away. Anxiety never goes away. Well, we want to thank you for, first of all, coming. Making um, our way into your schedule was great. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. But for it took open, a while, but thanks for being yeah. persistent. For mm-hmm. opening up and being so honest about your feelings, you're going to inspire a lot of people with this episode. Oh, I'm working on a one-man show. That's the other thing I'm working nice. on. Nice. I'm working on a one-man show, so that's, that's coming up. Give it up for Vladimir Camaño, people. Yeah, Come thank on, you so much for yo. having me. Come on. Shout out Come to everybody. On. Come, Come on. on. Come on. All right, you guys. Thank you so much to everybody who's been listening. Merry Christmas to your family from the Latinos Out Loud family. We love you. Thank you. And One listen, love. very quickly in the, in the Christmas spirit, Rachel, I just want to, you know, put you on the spot, but not in a negative way. Come as, on. As just for me and the listeners, you know, be nicer to me next year as a gift to our listeners. <laughs> you know, like when, when you're nicer to me, people like that. It's warm, you know. It makes the listeners, you know, feel awkward when we're arguing. Can I just be nicer to you from now to the end of the year, and then I start 2019 how I want to start 2019? I guess. Mike, I want to say thank yeah. you so much for all the joy that you brought me this year. I love it. Likewise, it, it Rachel. It wasn't that much, but the joy that you did bring me was good. Me was good. I was, packed it in, y'all. Was was concentrated. It was. It potent. was very concentrated. It was limited. Absolutely. Okay. Well, uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year's to everybody. Frank, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you guys and to your families. And, uh, uh, Happy any, New Year. Anybody in Frank's uh, area, Frank's going to get 50% off his Uber rides yeah. if you ride between Yo, the Yo, can you get me on promo, though? Like, yeah, can you at least do that? Son, I got you. Just give me on promo son, for, like, an extended... I, I got you, son. For real? I got you. I, I love when you. I'm on promo. It's I like a you. celebration. I got you. Speaking of Merry Christmas, continue celebrating, and please continue listening to the Latinos Out Loud podcast. We out. Oye mijo, qué show es ese que están escuchando. Tremenda vaina. Hola amigos y bienvenidos a Tremenda Vaina, el show donde escuchas cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Nos puedes encontrar en tu plataforma favorita. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Suscríbete hoy. Y esto es Tremenda Vaina. Tremenda Vaina. There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more.